0: Everybody, it's that time again. Hi, everybody. I'm Jr. Man, your white dad.
1: And I'm Mia Man, your black daughter.
0: Now, for the record, you don't want to do a podcast today.
1: No, I don't. I'm not in the mood to do a podcast today.
0: What? um Why do you say it like that?
1: I don't know.
0: Um, today on the big podcast, we're going to talk about. Uh, We're going to debrief Mia's trip.
1: to Philadelphia. It was awesome. It was lit. Um, The Philadelphia place was so cute. There was cute condos, cute apartments, all brick, New York style. Um, And um, there was some good looking black guys there. Um, I also. Um, Can you tell
0: people why you went? Because just in case, you know, okay. uh, again, every podcast might have new listeners. So you want to fill people in, you want to give them a story.
1: Give them your- I went to Philadelphia because after high school, I want to be an esthetician, which means do makeup, cosmetics, all that kind of cute hair, hair, cute stuff. It's going to be lit.
0: Okay, so yeah, but why Philadelphia? Why, why go to Philly?
1: Because you know the people. So I met Beyonce's makeup artist. She was lit. Do you
0: remember her name?
1: Maya. <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> you forget her name? It
1: was like Maya. No, honest
0: to God, you forgot that woman's name. Yeah, This is Beyonce's makeup artist, and you forget her <laughs> name.
1: It's, what is this, going <laughs> It's been so long. No, it's not been long.
0: It's been one week. You came back a week ago today.
1: Yeah, I already zoned out.
0: Okay, so you're saying the one woman that we put you on a plane to go see, you have forgotten her name.
1: It was like Mirman or something, <laughs> <laughs> but she was lit. She had a nice furry coat, all bad and bougie, all popping. Right. I forgot her name.
0: All right, That's so good. sorry. That's good. Well, we're gonna figure out her name. If you want to see a picture of her, put put the I- picture up on uh, White Dad. <laughs> Put the picture up uh, on White Dad Black Daughter.
1: Okay. Also uh, follow me on Instagram, Mia Isabella Rose. Thank you.
0: Yeah, and by the way, uh, if you haven't been to Instagram, hit the White Dad Black Daughter and, and like us. Oh, hey, by the way, if you're listening on the, uh, if you're listening to uh, us on Jeremyman.com, please go over to iTunes and uh, go to this podcast on iTunes and like and subscribe and then review it. Please subscribe and review it. Subscribe and review it. We really appreciate that. For a, a myriad of reasons.
1: Yeah, I also like white guys too. I like everybody. Okay. Why are we talking? Why, why does that know, just pop out? I don't know.
0: Is I this like a to... plea? Is this you're like, hey, hit me up on Instagram at blah blah blah, and then you're like, oh, and I like white guys too. Are you are you are you that desperate for a young man to come like you that you're gonna start like using the podcast as some dating?
1: Thing? No, no, really, I don't care about no man. But I'm just saying, I'll date like. Anybody who's cute.
0: Um, before we came on the podcast, what was wrong with my breast? Think what, what is that?
1: No, I'm saying I'm saying you can move forward.
0: Oh, I got you. Um, before we came on the podcast, I was yelling at her about the cut of her shirt. For me, the cut of her shirt today is a little low.
1: It is not low. You,
0: you like showing your bra straps? Okay. That drives me my, crazy my, too.
1: My cleavage ain't showing. My boobies ain't showing. It's just a bra strap that's showing.
0: Calm down. I'm a dad. That's how it goes. All right. So let's, so let's debrief this. So you, you go to Philadelphia to, uh, hang out at QVC with a lovely, uh, uh, QVC host, Kirsten Lindquist. She kind of owns the joint, right? Did you get the sense? She's my aunt. But she kind of, I mean, she like when she was walking around, she was like all about it, right? Everybody loves her. Yeah, that's it. Um, and so she introduces you to several people and you enjoy the experience. yeah, I met,
1: um, Leah. I remember her. She's another makeup artist. Um, I met, um, Johnny, yeah, I think Johnny at the nail salon, because I got my nails done for the first time, and then I also met Beyonce's makeup artist, and then I met the people who does, like, the hair and makeup and stuff, I forgot their names, sorry. For QVC. Yeah.
0: Okay, but the big, the big deal about the trip was you were scared to death About flying on that plane.
1: And I'm still alive. I thought I was going to (laughs) die.
0: So when did you realize that you, because, I mean, here's the deal. Like, you um, were totally, like, when I dropped you off at the San Diego airport, you were freaking out. Like, literally, like, I thought you were going to crap your pants. When did you realize you got this? When did did it hit you? Oh, my gosh. Not only did I do it, but I can do it again and again and again. Like, when did the fear not become a huge issue?
1: Reading the signs, asking for help—that's what I did.
0: But was there was there a point in your mind that you rolled over and went, "Oh my gosh, this is nothing. I got this." Like when was that? Like do you do you remember? I think it, it was
1: the second time when I came home.
0: Okay, so explain to me like what happened because you had to fly I, through Kennedy.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I just did what I did. Follow the signs. No, I got this.
0: But what I'm trying to set you up for is that you had this massive fear. And then at some point, as you walked through the fear, it clicked that, oh, this is nothing. I got this, right? Yeah. So, and then how did you feel about yourself? Because I remember you were you were telling me that you felt... I
1: was fine. I was totally calm. I was fine. I can do it. I can do it.
0: I know, but how did you feel about yourself? What happened? You you said, oh, my I, God. My I'm-.
1: mind was blank.
0: I know, but you said, I felt proud of myself. That's one of the sentences that you told
1: Well, me. I knew I could do it, but I was just scared because it was my first time flying by myself.
0: I know, but you felt... Proud of yourself for doing it. That's what you told me. Yes. Oh, my Lord Jesus, child.
1: Yes. I don't know. It's like
0: you smoked dope before we did this podcast. I think
1: I did. I (laughs) smoked some Mary Jane. (laughs)
0: Lord. (laughs) Um,. Okay. Well, congratulations on going to the East coast. I, I told people, so a lot of people want to hear from, from my perspective, like what it was like. I heard from a few of you, like, Hey, how do, how do you let your 17 year old do that? And I got to tell you with Mia's set of circumstances in her life, um, fear becomes, you know, like, you know, for everybody, fear becomes a real dominating factor for everybody. So walking through the fear is a big deal for me. So what, what, what was your fear? And I told you, for me, this has become like one of the hardest things I think I've ever done. Now I've left jobs, started new careers, I adopted three kids at once, uh, ran a ministry without making any money. I mean, I've done a lot of crazy, screwed up crap that would that would bring a lot of terror into one's life. But one of the biggest was allowing, or letting, or letting that process happen of letting go of you. To fly across the country. I mean, that was a big deal for me. I, I was... Go ahead. I
1: felt like an adult, okay, when I was walking all by myself. But I was really missing dad because flying with dad is fun.
0: Yeah. And, and for the record, like, that's what I was hoping for. So I was hoping for that this would really juice you up, make you get a little independence, feel like uh, an adult, feel the strength of the young woman that you are. Like, that. Like all those are great things. But I tell you, man, I was terrified. You can ask your mom. I tracked the plane on an app, like every second of that first day. You did. I tracked it every. I watched it. On, I watched because you can download these apps, flight tracker. And so I watched it fly all across the country. I watched it land in Utah. Then I watched mm-hmm. it go to down into Philly. Uh, and then when you called me, I had been with a client earlier that day, and yeah, you, you, you called didn't me. Pick up. I couldn't pick up, so then I called you right back, and then you were like, I did it, I did it, and I tell you there the sense of relief that I had. So anyways, my fear was, allow- was letting, not allowing, but, but, but letting me go, um, and that happens when you're a dad and you have a wonderful daughter like you. You, you have a hard time letting it go. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. All right, so we both have fear. We both conquered that fear.
1: I didn't know you tracked
0: me. I t- totally tracked you. I tracked you. I tracked you coming back. You did. I tracked you. I- oh yeah,
1: that flight was like the longest flight coming back home. Oh my goodness, I couldn't sleep on the plane because I don't trust anybody on the plane.
0: Well, let's talk about that. Why don't you trust anybody on the plane?
1: Because I had some money. I had some good clothes. They were brand new. I had some.
0: But yeah. what are what are people gonna do? Like 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 I taught like like remember how we talked about social? Oh
1: yeah, and I sat by guys too.
0: Okay, so so. But the, here's, the, here's your thinking. Your thinking is, is that on the plane, there's going to be somebody who's going to rifle through your crap when you're sleeping. Yes. Okay. So remember what we talked about you know, with you know, sociality. It's like when people come together in groups like that, particularly on a plane, the instances of people stealing your crap are super, super low, if, if, if at all. So you have to understand at some level, like when people come together like that, there's just kind of an assumption socially that nobody's going to steal your crap.
1: Yes. But
0: that's hard for you. Yes. And wh- where do you think that comes from that you don't trust the people? Like, what is that?
1: Um, probably since day one I was born. I don't know. When I was, I don't know. I just like, when I was with my birth mom, like, I didn't trust anybody because everybody hurted me back then. Hurted me back then and then i stopped trusting people ever since then i stopped trusting you remember
0: yeah and it took I, it took you almost almost 4 years to even touch me
1: i touched mom though
0: yeah i know i know and do you remember the first time that you touched me
1: I think that was when right when we moved to Carlsbad.
0: Yeah, it was in this Carlsbad. It was at the Carlsbad it was at the Carlsbad Beach before we went down and to walk. Mona.
1: And uh, Mona I mean and uh,
0: Mona, yeah, Mona was yeah, there.
1: Yeah, Mona. Mona set, took the photo. Yeah, she's like go hug go hug and kiss your dad. I was like, "No, I don't." And then she's like, "Do it." And I was like, "Okay." And I did.
0: Do you know that that moment goes down in my life as like is like probably top moment of my life like when you grab me and kiss me? Like it was incredible. It was an incredible thing. Like I was, I was actually shocked. I didn't know what you were doing because you, you, you had not responded to me like that at all. And you got to understand. And, and and I'll and I'll tell the people like, you had some serious shit that happened in your life, like se- like serious like abuse and people treating you horribly. So I and I understood that. I got it. Lo, look, she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to vibe like that. Hug me or touch me. I'm a dude. Dudes hurt you. I get it. So, like, I was caught off guard, like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. But that was great. And then ever since then, we've been able to hug and kiss each other.
1: Oh, yeah, I messed with him the, last night, right? Was it last night?
0: Yeah, it was last night. You, you tell people how you scared me the other night, they'd probably find that funny.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. When was it? Like, a couple of weeks ago?
0: It was last week.
1: Okay. So, <laughs> um, we were watching Stranger Things, right? And after Stranger Things, like, my dad tried to scare me. <laughs>
0: Pardon
1: me? And he was like, oh, yeah.
0: So, like, M- Mia, hold on, I got to sneeze again. Keep talking.
1: He's like, oh, yeah, I hope nothing comes into your bedroom. And
0: so, yeah, so we're, wa- so we're watching Stranger Things. So, if you're watching Stranger Things, spoiler alert.
1: I have that t shirt, so that's my best friend.
0: <laughs> if you're watching Stranger Things, like, some, some serious, scary crap goes down. Oh, yeah. So we would watch it and, the, you know, the boys would go to bed because we, we wouldn't go to let the boys watch that or else they have nightmares now until 2020. But um, so we're, we're watching it. And so then as we're going to bed, I would always go, Mia... I hope nothing bad happens to you when you go to bed. And I'd kinda of say it like that.
1: Hey, you would freak me out. So then Mia
0: slept on the floor in our bedroom like for two nights.
1: <laughs> really, like for two nights. <laughs> which
0: is which is funny and and, and kinda of mean that I did that. But whatever. 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 This is what you You're do. Laughing,
1: this though. is what
0: you do. So then uh it got to be Halloween oh. week. Was it Halloween week, I think you scared me. So it was yeah, a couple weeks no, ago.
1: Because um he like after when he said like Mia, I hope nothing comes into your bedroom tonight or something like that. And then um, I was still up. I was like a little bit up because I was still frightened. And I saw, um, I saw him. I think it was him or my mom, like um, turning the light, the their bathroom light on and off. And then so
0: you waited until the lights went off.
1: Yeah, well, because like you guys went, uh, one of you guys like turned kept turning the light the bathroom light on and off and so then so then I'm not done yet I'm not done yet I'm not done oh my god you're killing (laughs) me with the story and then I waited until the it was dark and then after that the bedroom door was open because it's always open and so then I snuck in and they were still talking (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I did not see her. I did not see. And, 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 and here's the other thing. We got this guard dog of ours who didn't give a crap either. And and Mia is start now crawling like an army drill sergeant on the ground around the bottom of the bed.
1: And I like sat there for a few minutes while dad was talking about business or something. And I forgot what I said. Well, you then you, yeah,
0: you stuck your face up against because I was rolled over toward your mom. So then you stuck your face up to the back of my head and you went, Hey, how's it going? And I literally crapped my pants.
1: She was screaming, and my mom was like, Oh my gosh, what's wrong? wrong?"
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, all that to say, you and I have come a long way in 11 years. We've come a super long way from a little girl that first met me that was terrified of me to sneaking in the room at night, scaring the crap out of me. That's a big. He that's...
1: literally jumped in bed. Yeah, I appreciate it.
0: Thanks a lot. I yeah. love you. No, I don't love you at all. <laughs> what? <laughs> don't think that's funny. Um, so anyway, so so we've 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 come through a uh, so we've come through a lot, which which rounds the corner for us. So November, I'm told, is a national adoption <laughs> month. Did you know that our president, Bill Clinton, who was married to Hillary. I don't like him. (laughs) Well, you're going to like him. You're going to like him once I tell you what he did. So he cheated. uh, uh, Yeah, sure. He did. But I mean, we're going to get over that. Here we go. How do you know all that, by the way?
1: You told me he cheated with other women and doing booty stuff with other women. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, he, he, yes, he had a, he had an incident in the White House with. And that's
1: not cool. And if guys, if you ever did that. You should be
0: ashamed. All right, here we go. He did, he did a great thing by, by giving—well, there used to be an adoption day. It was just a day. Adoption had its own day. And then Clinton, Bill, uh, decided we, it should be a whole month of awareness. for adoption. So November is uh, Adoption Awareness Month or whatever the hell you want to call about it. Now, for our family, although we are advocates for adoption, obviously, like if you see us walking down the aisles at Target, you go, oh, what's going on there?
1: It's a mixed family, baby.
0: So, uh, so we're all about that, but we don't, we tend not to roll out the red carpet for like, you know, adoption month or the hashtag, you know, BS, you know, that people do, but me and I thought we'd take some time in the next five minutes here and talk about the good and the bad of adoption because it's national adoption uh, month. Yes. All right. So go ahead. So give me, let's do two things. We were going to do three things, but we'll do two things. Give me one great thing about adoption. Go.
1: Um. Well, I don't know. You 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 have parents that actually love you. Uh. And the second thing is that you know that you're with them all the time. Well,
0: that's good. Now let me ask you: Can I get in there a little bit? So, um.
1: I mean, there's a bunch of good things about adoption. Well,
0: let's let, let let's go with let's go with having parents because that was your first one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When we got you, you were six. Yes. Did you know, like, how aware were you, oh, those guys are going to be my parents, or was it just another set of white people? No,
1: no, I knew what was going on, because I'm very, like, open, aware. Street smart. Yeah, street smart. And I I knew, I just uh, was just scared. Is that thing even on? Yeah, it's going. Oh. Don't you worry about it, look. Just go. Okay, it's just scaring me. Just go. Um. Oh, haha. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, I, yeah, of course I was scared of them, but, <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I don't know what it was. But
0: I guess what I'm saying was, was it a, like, you were six, so was it like...
1: Yeah, it was. Like,
0: when did you, when did it become, when did you become aware, like, oh my gosh, these, g-, like, you say the best thing is that I, I get think parents. when we
1: were still with our foster parents, like, then I realized, oh, uh John and Die are my going to be my parents.
0: Yeah, and and you had three, you had three foster homes before us. Yes. Yeah. So
1: one Hispanic, one white, one mix. I don't know.
0: But my, I mean, here's my, here's my big point. It's like uh, when you're a small little kid, I don't know if you necessarily get that. When did you fully get like? Oh, I got these guys. I got John and Diane as parents. Like, when did you get that? Oh, these are my these are my parents now.
1: After when, um, no, I after when you got us out of the third foster home, that's when I realized like, oh, okay. But I, I was still I'm I'm still a fighter. <laughs> I was still fighting, so you know I was really aware of like and very like, I don't know. Judge mental I don't know what the word is, but like I know the people, okay? I know the judgment of the people. I don't know.
0: You have discernment about about people. Yeah. And a the in the in the discernment is like, hey, those people suck and those people are gonna keep me safe.
1: Yes. And yeah. I still have that actually. So and, don't mess with me.
0: And did you <laughs> shut up. And did you and did you know then? Oh, John and Diane are gonna take good care of me.
1: Yeah, after when we stayed um, in the house in Michigan. Okay, so me and my brothers are born, were born in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So they had a house in Grand Rapids, and I don't know how far it was to my birth mom's house, but they were living in Grand Rapids, and the house that we were were fostering in and then officially got adopted in was in Grand Rapids. In this cute little brick house.
0: So, all right. So my two, my and I two. Met
1: people too.
0: Yeah, yeah. You met the you met the neighbors.
1: Yeah, and they gave us a lot of free stuff. Oh they my gave God. us toys. They gave us toys. My uncle brought a big trunk. Rob. I don't want to say his name. No, Rob, you can say Rob. Okay. Rob's good. Uncle Rob. He's probably listening. You give him a shout out. I love you, Uncle Rob. Um, <laughs> um, brought a big truck and. Full of crap, and <laughs> You're gonna say it like that. yes, I gotta do. I gotta do what I gotta do. <laughs> so full of crap for us to be happy and to be feeling like safe and know and that but, we have parents and family that care.
0: Um, my two good my two good things are are as a guy who adopted. Like, what did I think back then? This is eleven years ago.
1: Were'n't
0: you scared? Oh my gosh, I was. Dude, it was mind-numbing terror. To take in 3 children at once is mind-numbing terror. It's it's not even a it, listen to me. You hear me and Mommy talk all the time. Like this is a this is a very difficult thing, but it's a but it's a necessity in one's life to be able to understand and experience what it means to take in people and love them. Like if you don't do that in some capacity in your life, as frankly I think you're missing heartbeats that's all there is to it so it was terrified but the the one the one thing that the two things that I would say were great is this immediacy of being able to pour into other people like to be able to just take you guys and know that you guys were terrified and just I mean just crapping the whole time and just and be able to calm that and then after a few years, start working out some of the issues that 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 you guys went through because you guys went through hell. Frankly, um, is huge. The, so, so so that's one thing. Just that connectedness with people. The number two thing is to have a daughter. Like I have a daughter. Like I never not had a daughter. I have a daughter. Like that. Like I still remember. Like within the first year, I'd look at you and I'd be like, "Oh my gosh, I got a daughter," <laughs> and I it would just it would blow my mind. And now. Now, I not only have a daughter, but I feel like, and again, I'll always be your daddy. Like, we always talk about, I ain't your friend, I'm your dad. Yeah. Right? And I know sometimes you have a hard time with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll always be your dad, but I also feel like as you grow, I'm gaining, you know, kind of a... You know, there's our, our relationship evolves. I mean you, I'll always be your dad. I'll always be your dad. I'll always be telling you to pull up your top because I don't want to see your cleavage. I'll always be doing that.
1: And my cleavage ain't true. I
0: know, I got I you. Relax. Relax. I'm just telling you, I'll always be that, but I'll but I also think like you and I as you discover the world, I discover the world too. So it's we're like we're
1: so much alike.
0: We and we are super alike. We're both angry as hell. Yes. Um and we're both trying to deal with the anger. Yes. Um and we both uh, have uh some past stuff that we've got to deal with, but I think the other thing is that we're so expressive. Like you are, yeah. su- you are super out.
1: I am open mouthed.
0: Open mouthed. <laughs> You're open mouthed.
1: Yeah, I'm open mouthed.
0: We need to keep a quote book of Mia's quotes. Mia's quotes. I am open mouthed.
1: Yeah, open mouthed <laughs> means you gotta talk out loud. I'm open mouthed all the time. So's dad too. <laughs> so, yeah, we have we 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 uh, we. Okay, here's what. A lot Spit of people. Out. A lot of people. You know, I wouldn't say a lot. Maybe some. I don't know. But will always keep the mouth shut when they don't like somebody or don't want to express their feelings. Okay. Um. I'm, <laughs> I'm right, open mouthed. No, I'm open. No, I'm open mouthed. So I express my feelings. I right, give you sass. <laughs> I am Mia Rose. Thank you very much. All right.
0: There you go. Um. All right. Two. What do we do? We do the good things.
1: Yeah. Let's do one. Let's
0: thing. do one bad thing. Let's do one bad thing each.
1: Our fights.
0: So you think the fights are are the bad thing?
1: That that right now that's like the only thing.
0: Well, we're talking about adoption. We're talking about adoption, though, because people fight. um, People fight, right? People, look at families fight all the time. So, you know, there's no surprise that a 17-year-old daughter is going to fight her dad and her dad's going to fight her 17-year-old daughter. What's the hard thing about adoption? Adoption. Like, how about what you were talking about this morning?
1: Yeah. Okay, so this morning, like, I don't know, actually, I've been acting really, like, I don't know, like, shattered onto, a, like, the floor. Like, how you uh, drop a glass It's basically like you're broken to pieces. And that's what I've been feeling like lately. And um, I've been thinking about my birth mom a lot. I don't even remember what she looks like. All I know is that she's white, and she has a big booty, and, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, um, and there's, like, the memories of, like, me living in the trailer house, um, the moon. Okay. And tell the, them about the moon. Do not laugh at me about this, y'all. Like, if you guys were, like, my close friend and best friend. Oh, just don't, tell, just, I don't no, even know no, why no. you're
0: setting people no. up. Just tell them about the moon. Don't don't worry about what people but are going to think. Just go.
1: Understand. Anyway, the moon is like was, like, one of my, like, friend I would talk to and... Would be there for me. She would always smile at me and stuff. Her name is Luna Rose.
0: So you at night, let's set the scene. You at night would be lonely, hungry, afraid, surviving. And your friend, the moon literally became your friend at night as you would stare out of the window.
1: Yes.
0: And you named it Luna. Luna
1: Rose.
0: Which is a Luna Rose, which is an appropriate name for the moon. And that always touches my heart. Every time I look at the moon now. I see the moon through your eyes, which is what I was talking about. Like, I don't see the moon anymore as like, oh, look, it's like like a romantic symbol or a night symbol anymore. I look at it as a mechanism for survival for you. Like, I see the moon now and I go, man, that got Mia through some of the most difficult shit that a human being could possibly get through ever. And that's amazing.
1: Yeah, it was. I would talk to her. I would cry. I would laugh. I would smile back. Um she would always smile at me like saying like everything's going to be okay, you're going to be fine. Like yeah.
0: So getting back to the one of the bad things about adoption, when you talk about the shattered glass hitting the floor and that's what you feel like, it's it's this brokenness of the past, right? Yeah. It it's the idea that your past just
1: And it's like coming back hardcore actually. It's like been coming back a lot and a lot of people um, don't get why I'm like sh- looking so angry all the time because I don't like to smile out like a lot ever ever. <laughs> I really don't like if you know me in person like you obviously know.
0: If you look at Instagram photos like I'm constantly screaming at me to at smile in the Instagram photos and you can see this like half-hearted like that picture I took of you and the boys at the wedding in Kentucky and you're like in the hallway. If you scroll back in the Instagram, you can see it. And you're, like, this half-baked, like, uh, smile. And what the reality is, is I'm, like, screaming behind the camera, smile, damn it, smile. I want the people to see a good photo of the
1: kids. And I would not smile. I would still look angry. Even my friends, like, are like, Mia, how come you don't smile? Well, there's a reason why I don't smile.
0: Okay, so that's, uh, I appreciate that, honestly. My bad thing, my bad thing about adoption is, and this one's hard. This one will make me emotional because I'm 50. So if I tear up, calm down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The, is even though I have three kids and a wife, very often you feel super alone because the emotions in our family can be so overwhelming that they kind of clam you up. And when they clam you up, it's really hard to express them because there's so much going on with everybody in this family, like trying to get healthy. And then for me, it's really like I want to make sure that I'm, you know, a good springboard or a sounding board for you guys to, like, get up and out, like how we talk about. Let's get – you know, we got to get up and out. We got to make healthy adults, right? Mm -hmm. Healthy women, healthy young men. And so a lot of times I feel lonely in that because – I the emotions get so heavy that you don't know how to talk about them so I never counted on that in the adoption I didn't I just didn't count on it so trying to d- express that becomes me talking to you and like how me and you have really formed this bond like we share everything mm-hmm. um as a dad and a daughter would not as friends would obviously um, because there is a there are boundaries that you want to keep between that um and and between me and my wife and then between me and the you know, my family and friends, obviously Because a lot of people don't know The inner workings of, our, of the five of us Like, we've got good shrinks And good therapists And counselor people that get it But it's really tough for the other people Like, the other people, as you know Like, it's hard for people to stomach Some of the shit that we have to go through And talk about Yeah Yeah So I didn't count on that um, Alright, it's 30 minutes in um, We need to do another one of these Because this, this is a good good, good conversation Okay uh, I love you very much. Same. All right, you're good. I know it's hard to say in it? <laughs> on the mic it is uh, Ladies and gentlemen If you need me I am jrman.com jrman.com jr at jrman.com The number's on the website uh, I'm basically a guy that helps uh, I'm a, a mentor A coach A spiritual director I consult If you're looking for somebody To help you through the season of life That you're in Where you're stuck Chasing a dream Maybe you've got a relationship problem I'm your guy Get it all at jrman.com
1: Yeah Go my dad at come. <laughs>
0: uh I am your white dad.
1: Number uh black total uh Mia Rose. Thank you very
0: much. Uh we love you all and we'll see you next time.
1: Bye